front page of the papers this morning. Trademark litigant loses and wins. That's right. Brower jury in a very peculiar uh, thing. They uh, gave CarMax $50 million and said, well, even if you didn't really actually uh, uh, steal their name, nevertheless, uh, you still have to pay $50 million. So Republic, whose stock is down there in the crapper, in the toilet, are going to have to cough up $50 million, but they're going to appeal it, and who knows what's going to happen. But nevertheless, oh! we like it. It's a good omen. So anyway, Susan this morning calls in on the worst team, one of the uh, very few calls. And uh, Susan says, uh, what are these rumors I'm hearing about you guys going off? Keep, I want you to follow the logic of this, okay? The rumors I'm hearing about you guys going off the air on this morning show, because I've been listening a long time, and I love you guys, and a lot of women listen, bada beep, bada boop, bada ba. And, of course, I never listen to the rest of this. I certainly don't listen to Hank, and I wouldn't listen to that, that what's-his-name. What's-his-name? How do you like that? That f***ing bitch. Yeah, what's-his-name. So, again, like I've told you many times before, with some of these sports nerds, I don't even have a name. I'm like Red China. I'm like Red effing China, baby. I don't have a name. We're going to have America record a new song, a host with new name. With no, with a, no, no name. What's wrong with that? In fact, there's one, there's one for Boca Bryan, a host with no name, to the tune of a horse with no name. Great song, by the way. Whatever happened to America? Oh, yeah, a lot of people are asking that question. In fact, if you try to watch that TV show on Whammy, you're probably asking, whatever happened to America? Whatever happened to the days we could turn on our TV set and expect to be able to see and hear whatever the program was on the air? I could easily do the rest of the four hours, which would be another waste of my time because nobody's watching anyway. And if you wonder why nobody's watching, one of the reasons is, probably these days, the main reason is because they can't hear it. I flip over there at 10.30 last night after watching the Leafs play a coma game and get pounded by Pittsburgh 2-0, which again could have been 10-0 if it weren't for Cujo. But nevertheless, I flip over there to, well, I watch the show tonight, see what they do. If I got the chicken on my head, if I got the propeller beanie on my head, which I had both. Uh -huh. And it was a pretty entertaining show if you could hear the sound. And again, it's a... And then, of course, when you turn the volume up, the hum. Like I've told you before, even Monica never perfected the old hum job like they have at Whammy, man. The hum gets louder and louder and louder to the point where within the first 30 seconds they know that anybody in their right mind is going to shut it off. And the interesting part of this whole deal is that there's still, when the spots and the promos come on after the segments of the show, the audio is perfect, no problem whatsoever. The problem being that the handful of sponsors that they have on there who are still crazy enough to be buying spots on that show... They're being sucked into buying, to buying advertising on a show that nobody could watch if they wanted to watch because you can't hear the sound. So, you know, I, what, what can I say? I mean, I've said it a million times before. I can't sit here and accuse anybody of deliberately sabotaging, but it, it's got to be one of two things. Either the most, in, because the finished product that they send over there from here is perfect. The video is perfect. The audio is perfect. There are no problems on a product leaving this building going over to Lincoln Road. But somewhere in the transition, with all that multi-million dollar digital equipment they got, the state of the art over there, they can't get the sound on the air. Only between 10.30 and 11 o'clock at night for Neil at night. They can't get the sound on the air. Is there a problem with the sound on Sportstown? No. With uh, MASH? No. With uh, Que Pasa USA? No. With uh, Generation NEA? Any problem there with the sound? No. But when we got Neil at night on there, for some bizarre, peculiar reason, we can't hear the goddamn show. So like I said, it's either got to be the epitome of ineptitude, or it's got to be that somebody over there don't like me. You don't think that's possible, do you? Uh-huh. 
Because it's interesting that this technical... We had back in the beginning of the technical glitches on all the shows, including my shows, like uh, Bloody Never Disappoint. Every night you get that big hum job, whether you want it or not. Which, uh, hey, that's the American way, you know? What's wrong with that? So I just thought I'd mention that in passing again, just like uh, Lee J. Cobb said in The Exorcist. I mentioned it only in passing, Father Paranoia. Answer the question. And as far as paranoia is concerned, I'm going to tell you, I could do the next 75 hours on the Murrays. Terry Murray and Brian Murray. Like I said, it's the same person. There's only one Murray. And the disguise is like Clark Kent. You take the glasses off, it's Superman. You put the glasses on, it's Clark Kent. You say, suffer and suck a tash, it's Terry Murray. You say, suffer and shuck a tash, it's Brian Murray. That's the only difference. It's the same bozo. Nine minutes after ten at five, so damn sound. Can't you hear it? Yeah, I hear it. You know, shop EQAM. Ray Whitney has a pair. It was a call. doing? How is Napoleon Kaufman? Do we know? No. Damn it. 1015 at 560 WQM. How you doing, Susan? You know Susan's out there right now. Yeah, I would listen to that. What's his name? What is it with the women in this town? Stuffy, nasty. I'm not saying all of them, only about 80%. Miserable, humorless, obnoxious, disgusting. It's a radio show, okay? It's just a goddamn radio show. I wasn't going to say anything. There was a guy at the hockey game the other night at the Friday night game when I was like the big star, and I should have been because nothing else was going on other than a Messier. Nice call there, Chris Moore. And how come so noncommittal on a morning show this morning? You know, that's another thing. They also don't admit that they listen to this show. And I've been told on very good authority, Defoe listens to this radio station, not just this show, 24 hours a day, nonstop. In his sleep, he's got the headsets on. He's listening to Eddie Kay overnight to get the morning line odds on that goddamn Vassar ball game. Every minute of the day, he's listening. But somehow they didn't hear the fact we played Christina Moore and that putrid, embarrassing, worst call in the history of sports casting on Mark Messier's 600th goal. So they played the card this morning. And then very noncommittal, I noticed, by the way, not just Geldy, but even the other two guys all of a sudden lost both their pair. It was the ballless show on there this morning because nobody had anything. Well, uh, but it be, but it will be, yeah. They're afraid, I guess, Christina Moore is going to show up on that show again like he did last this season. And all of a sudden, he deballed everybody. All three, of course, Gelly, you didn't have to deball him because somebody beat them to the job, but nevertheless. So at any rate, speaking of the Panthers, this is, you know, it's, it's very sad. Things seldom in my life, including last year's putrid season, have I seen anything so uninspiring, so disorganized, so embarrassing. And when Terry Murray, and you were a witness, when he came in here that one day, I met him for the first time, I said on the air, good guy, I like him. I went over to the Macarena that third time to see they get my guided tour of the place, of the joint, if I can say that, and uh, took me down to the offices. There was uh, Billy Smith, plush offices. Sat down, had a little chat with Terry. Good guy. Good guy. I'll say it again, I bought Brian Murray dinner that night at the Il Molino in Plantation. Good guy. And I still say, good guys. But do they know anything? No. Are they doing anything that makes any sense? No. Here we go with the same bull crap, and I'm going to predict it right now. Because I watched that Pittsburgh Leafs game last night. Pittsburgh totally dominated. The Leafs, you know, were due to play a bad game, and they did. But Marty Straka played one hell of a game for the Penguins last night, killing penalties. He's out there blocking shots. He was dynamite. Saturday scores two goals in that game. Had another goal that they thought he had, but credited to somebody else. Could have had a hat trick in the game Saturday. Hell of a player. Doug McLean didn't like Marty Straka. 
so Doug McLean wouldn't play Marty Straka. And then every time he did play him, if he didn't score at least uh, ten goals in that game, he'd sit him out again. He made it impossible for him to play on his team and just about uh, ended his career until Pittsburgh gave him another chance. I foresee that Terry Murray's got the same deal here with Ray Whitney, who beyond any question, last season, question, there's no debate, every statistical category, goals, assists, power play goals, you name it, virtually every category, he scored the goal to give the Panthers the win. I'm looking at the statistics here. Victor Kozlov's got no points, minus three. Is he sitting out? No. Billy Lindsay, a nice hair. No goals, no assists, minus three on a plus and minus, no points, sitting him out? No. No. I am going to predict to you today, right here on the year, that Terry Murray will do the same thing to Ray Whitney, unfortunately, that Doug McClain did to Marty Straka. When I pick up my paper this morning and read Bench Panthers to make return against Red Wings, and Robert Svale will be back in the lineup, and Ray Whitney will be back, but on the fourth line. On the fourth line! On the goon line, the checker line with Dwayne Hay and Peter Worrell. And I'm saying to myself, this man has got to be crazy. There must be some kind of a thing in that family. You take your, your, here's a team that can't score. I went and saw two games, two long ponderous games in three nights. Wednesday night, they scored one goal. Friday night, beginning of the season was far and away the worst team in the league till they finally fired the Espositos and getting their act together. Other than scoring four goals in that game, have they scored more than two goals in any other game? No. No. So they need scoring out there. They need people who can stick the puck in the net. That's what the game's all about, allegedly. Especially when you have mediocre goaltending, which we've got. In spite of the fact we were told last season, oh, we got to upgrade the goaltending. That's one of our big things we got. And did we do it? No. Of course not. More BS. But when I see that they're taking the best player from last year, and because maybe he didn't play great on Friday night, but who the hell did? Now let's make an example out of him. It's the spite game all over again. That's what we're going to do. For some reason, I don't know what the deal is. Robbie Niedermeyer, who must have naked pictures of the Murray brothers doing each other with a goat in the middle. That's got to be it. I'm serious. Rob Niedermeyer must have pictures of Brian and Terry Murray doing it with a goat. Doing a three-way. Got to be. Let's take a look at his statistics. Six games, no goals, one assist, minus one, plus and minus. And the assist again, like I said, Kozlov standing all alone in front of the net. My grandmother could have made that pass to set up that goal. Even though the announcer is trying to make a big... Robbie, need a right! Yeah. He sucks. He can't get the job done. He's a disgrace. He's the highest paid player on the team. No. Is he skating well? No. Is he doing like lost? He's like a lost puppy out there. And has been. This is the third year in a row. Did they try to get rid of him? No. Were they desperate? Was Brian Murray psychotic over the fact that Mike Smith in Toronto didn't make the deal? And that we didn't get Felix Potvin? Was Brian Murray psychotic about that? Uh -huh. You bet, because I was there the day he was talking about it. He was pissed off, baby. And we don't hear any. In fact, we hear the coach, Terry Murray, quoted in the paper a couple of days ago as saying, if it takes Robbie 20 games to get his act together, he'll be in there every day, and we just keep putting him out there and plugging away. But the guy who produced the best, a pleasant surprise, a miracle for us last year. And by the way, how many of those goals were on a power play? And this coach decides, well, he don't want him to play the point on the power play because he's too small, he's too little. In spite of the fact that all the goals he scored last year on a power play was playing the point on a power play. 
we got a coach who knows better from everybody, but I get the feeling he doesn't know anything about this team that he inherited. How could he not know he was the coach of the Flyers early in the season until he got his ass canned over there? He was the coach in Philadelphia. They played us many times. He should have some idea of who can do it on this team and who can't. In addition to which, when your brother is the general manager and coach of the team most of the last season, don't you think you'd come over here and have some idea of who the guys are that can produce for you and who the guys are that are going through the motions, who are doing the Esatikin and uh, Moosey skating routine at Center Ice, skating figure eights, auditioning for the uh, Olympic winter skating? Give me a frickin' break, will you, Terry Murray? The, here we go again. Build them a nice $183 million arena with problems, which we've talked about till I'm blue in the face. I'm trying to get them all straightened out for you. So far, doing a pretty damn good job, if I say so myself. Oh! But like I said the other day, now all we need is a team to play in that arena. That's what we need. And we got all these other guys that we're desperate to get rid of that, no, that nobody else would take. Please take them. Just We don't want anything in return. Just take them and pay them their salary and don't, we don't want to ever see them again. We got like six or seven of those guys. But here we go. Brian Marie takes the top score. That would be like Matt Sundin plays a bad guy for the Maple Leafs. Plays a bad game, which he hasn't so far, by the way. But he will. Just so think everybody else does. And Pat Quinn says, hey, Matt, you're sitting out the game, uh, what next game, and then you're going to come back. We're going to put you on the checking line with Chris King and Ty Domi. They, they would run him out of town on a rail in Toronto. They'd say, if you lost, and I'm not saying that Ray Whitney is Matt Sunday, but I'm just using an example as who was the best player on whatever team it is last season. And this is what we get. This is what you pay their 57 bucks or whatever it is every goddamn game and your $10 to park and your $20 for food or $40 for food for we got a family of more than one. So that we can go out there and see a bunch of crap again. And I'll be there tomorrow night. And I'm going to tell you, I may not be here Thursday or Friday because I may have, I guarantee I'll have laryngitis. Because my seats this year are, instead of behind the penalty boxes like they used to be in the other joint, they're behind the benches. And even though I'm 16 rows away, I'm going to be screaming my goddamn lungs out at Terry F. and Marie is what I'm going to be doing. Because you're a bozo, Terry! You're just like your brother in drag, okay? You're a shimpleton. At least put the guys out there who can produce for you, who play their guts out. Can anybody accuse Ray Whitney of not giving 100% effort in any game since he's been on his team? No. Of course not. But we get treated to the same guys who just the no-can-do guys night after night after night, and we go out there last week. I, I could have I could have read, you know, these two books. I wish I would have bought them a few days earlier. I could have polished one book off there Wednesday night and the other one on Friday night. I could have been through uh, both of those great books because I sure wouldn't have missed anything out there on the ice. Same old crap that we get treated to here in this town. So it's one thing to be a nice guy. It's another thing to have some idea what you're doing. How about benching Robbie Niedemar? How about sitting his big, stupid medicine hat ass down on the, down in a, in a suit in the stand somewhere? Oh, and by the way, I just mentioned in passing, like Lee J. Cobb, I just mentioned in passing, also in his, one of the same articles by Mike, and, and you notice the columnists, the writers in this town, they have nothing to say about this. They have no opinion. They just print whatever they tell them to print. Unlike in a real sports town, where every column has got opinions in it. Center Chris Wells hasn't played since March 26th and won't for 9 to 11 more weeks. 
Wells underwent surgery Friday to repair a three-inch muscle tear in his abdomen. This is the same guy that Brian Murray told us he'd rather have Chris Wells after he made that awful trade than Doug Wade of the Edmonton Oilers, who just signed a two-year contract for almost $6 million. One of the best young players in the league who hasn't played a game for us since March 26th, and even when he was playing, couldn't do the job. They just keep lying and lying and lying and BSing. You get Wayne with the Marlin song in the dance, and they expect you to come out and pay a lot of money for that. Which, by the way, I noticed after Hank set the story straight yesterday, Barry Jackass this, uh, this morning suddenly decided in the Herald, oh, uh, maybe the deal ain't going to go through. Who knows? With John Henry. What a place. What a town. 1027 at 560 WQML. Where do you find Hank Goldberg? Right where you got it. Sports Radio 560 QAM. Neil Rogers got All my hundred dog friends out there, I've got some grit. It's your cost if you're looking for any time. Cost it's round the clock for your... Give them a call. 997 for you. All right. Thank you, Joe Rose, a.k.a. Dwayne Stomp. Nice going. That was kind of like the end of our TV show last night. I guess they figured nobody could hear it anyway, so they just chopped up the end. It was like uh, one minute I'm with the beanie on, the next minute I'm not. It was like uh, chopped liver, basically. 1032 at 560 WQM. Don't forget our Center One uh, appearance this Saturday at Ben and Jerry's in Aventura from noon to 2. Aven uh, that, I'm telling you, whatever they're drilling, whatever the construction is right now, that thing is so loud, and I feel like somebody's got a drill in my head. I'm, I'm getting good vibrations in here just from uh, hearing that damn thing. Ben and Jerry's is near the Rainforest Cafe between uh, the AMC Theaters and Bloomingdale's on the south side of Aventura, noon to two this Saturday. Okay, look at this board, boy. These people pissed off and fired up. No. Are they wild as, uh, of course not. We got one call on the board, 5670560, pound 560 on a mobile one line. Here's Miami Beach. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hey, man. Uh, I'm going to the, to the new arena um, in about a month. Um, I need to know the parking over there, uh, which is the best exit to get into. Yeah, uh-huh. I think try your... Rectum. That's the one. That's your uh, little buddy again. How would you put him on here, even if it's our only call? Why would you put him on there, okay? Your little spick boyfriend. Get him out of here. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Here's Wilton Manners. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, you're real big with all those queens here at Wilton Manners. Uh-huh. Uh, I wouldn't call only I heard it twice uh, with Paul Castronola. Uh, he played your uh, bagpiper, uh, the kid playing with a shanif there. Just a little spirit. How me. can he be playing that? I heard it twice. I heard it once last week, and I heard it again yesterday morning. Yeah, well, it won't help. Okay. Okay, thanks for the uh, spy report. Okay, anybody out there want to talk? We just want to do spy reports today. We want to talk about where do you park your uh, thing in your... Rectum. That's what we want to talk about. Five six seven oh five sixty pound 560 on the mobile one line. We got drilling going on over here. It sounds like they're blowing a goddamn building up. It sounds like we're in, a, in the Aladdin uh, Casino in Vegas that they just blew down. Thank God. Not soon enough either. What a place that was. Here's a mobile in Pembroke Pines. Hello? Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. I wanted to see if you saw the article in the paper about the kid, that the uh, college student that uh, took a, had a caffeine overdose and died on a dare. Didn't see that. Yeah, it's in today's Sun Sentinel. On what page? What section? I don't remember. I'm out in my car. I forgot. I just I thought you'd love that one. Guy takes a dare from yeah. some of his friends. Brilliant. Takes approximately 90 pills, almost the whole bottle. And he's dead. And uh, dies. He's dead. Okay, and thanks for the good news. There you go. That's why they call institutions of higher learning. 
Because your kids are going off there seeing what assholes they can be, how much booze they can drink, how many pills they can pop before they croak. Open line at day two in Broward, 5670560, oh, pound 560 on a mobile one line. Here's a mobile in Miramar. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. I just wanted to call you. I was at the game Friday night. Yeah. And if you weren't there, the only cheer that it got from the Panther fans is when Messier made a goal. Right. That's right. What a bunch of deadbeats. The only reason I went for the tickets were given to me, thank God, because I wouldn't have paid for them. I, like I said yesterday, they should have given us refunds on the way outside the door, saying we're very sorry, we hope uh, you know, we apologize for this, and we pray it never happens again. Well, just keep showing up the game, Jill. You give us all the reason to cheer if you're there. Okay, I'll be there, pal. See you tomorrow night. Red Wings, see, here tomorrow night we're playing the two-time defending Stanley Cup champions, arguably the best team in the league, Detroit Red Wings. And so naturally, you want to put your best lineup out there against them. It's going to be one hell of a tough contest. There's no question about that. And we got a coach on. And, and you know something? The reason that this goes on in every aspect, in politics with the fixed elections in Miami, in baseball with uh, trading away the whole goddamn team and giving you the worst record in the whole Alameda, 54 and 108 after winning the World Series, and now this thing that they're doing to the uh, hockey team, the reason it goes on is because they can do it. Because this is a place where nobody even says anything, even for free. For months I kept saying, where is the outrage about what Wayne Hypinga has done to the Marlins? Where is the anger? Where is the outrage? Could I find it? No. no. And it's going to be the same thing here. Terry Murray is going to absolutely decimate. And we, you know, not that we had that much to begin with, to be honest with you, except a couple of promising rookies. But other than that... So he's going to decimate what little hopes we had. And does anybody have anything to say about it? No. No, as usual. You're just uh, waiting for the steamroller to run over your ass and uh, keep doing it. I, I enjoyed it. It's an S&M place. I'm finally catching on. Daylines open, 5670560, oh, pound 560 on a mobile one line. Here's Lake Worth. Hello. Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. Andrew. Hey. Grew up, so I'm using my real name again. Yes, please. How are you? Okay. Hey, I uh, just want to thank you because you were talking about that sports book yesterday. Not the sports book like where you bet, but the one with the uh, the criminals. Oh, yeah. And uh, there was a thing on Saturday night on, uh, no, Sunday night, uh, Sports Extra on uh, Channel 5 up here. Yeah. And uh, the guy was talking to the author of the, of the book. And so I was going out yesterday to get it after work. And uh, so I get to uh, one of those big bookstores, not the one that's selling your CDs. And right. They didn't have any more. They sold eight yesterday. How do you like that? So, uh, but pros and cons, the criminals who play in the NFL. But, uh, yeah, the author was talking about another story. Uh, you talked about the one. He was talking about another one about Cornelius Bennett. Uh-huh. About how, uh, I don't know if you read it yet or not, how uh, he had this conviction about beating his wife or something. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the NFL said they investigated all that. And then when the author of the book went to get the report, it took him an extra three days because nobody had gotten it yet because they had to blot all the names out and stuff. Oh, there you go. So, uh, but uh, another funny thing with that Channel 5 thing, I'm watching it, and I'm, I'm half asleep. It's 11.30 at night. The uh, broadcaster's talking about the uh, top five in the AP poll or whatever, right? And all of a sudden, he looks at, and he goes, I know what you all are wondering. How did Kansas State get all those effing votes? He said effing? Yeah. 11.30 at night. Channel 5. Let's hear it for Channel 5. Oh! All right. Uh, and uh, one more thing, Uncle Neil. <laughs> yeah. I got you on the phone. I haven't talked to you in a while. Uh, I don't know if you caught the uh, sports report on the show this morning, but... Uh, LT, who didn't do any drugs and he was all set up by the cops, checked into rehab this morning. How about that? But anyway, it's been nice chatting with Maybe you. Maybe he can go to work on Power 96. Okay, Andrew, have a great day life. Take care. Please. See ya. 
We have an open line in Dade 1 in Broward, 5670567. Why am I talking so loud? Because that drilling is... No, seriously, you start talking louder and louder, and pretty soon I'm going to lose my voice before the hockey game tomorrow night. Before I get a chance to cuss out old uh, TM. Get that out of here, will you? Listen to that. The, the goddamn building is shaking here. The foundations of this joint are like... Uh, how, why, why can't we just uh, play some music here? La Musica of our lives, huh? There you go. Get out of here. This. One of the very few things good you can say about the Tampa Bay area is the fact that they got steak and shake, and they have, uh, and they also have even those little uh, crystal, which you know Wayne Arnold's is better, but Wayne's only got one joint. But any part of town you're in, you pull into a crystal, you get 400 hamburgers to go, and those cheese fries. See, that's one thing Wayne's got to work on: getting cheese fries like they have at Crystal. Those are good. They'll kill you, but goddamn, are those good? But anyway, it's a steak and shake, a longtime fixture in Central Florida and the Midwest. Is right away are at Steak and Shake. To date, Broward and Palm Beach counties. Do we have anybody who makes milkshakes? No, thank God. We don't have no sponsors that make milkshakes, do we? Do we? Uh... No. Oh, thank God. The chain, which is part of the publicly held consolidated products holding summer. The company is scouting the area's top growth markets, including Kendall, Aventura, Sunrise, Pembroke Pines, Coral Springs, and Boca Raton. And I'm sure that when they say, you know where it would be a great place for a steak and shake? You know where the Boston market went out of business right across the street from me by my bank? Oh, and guess what's opening right next door to there, since every inch of land out there in uh, Pembroke in uh, Plantation Acres and Sunrise is being bought up and commercialized. Guess what's opening right there? Lenny, at Denny's. Am I going to be eating that great pie at Denny's? No. I don't think so. How about those Grand Slam breakfast, huh? No. I'll slam that right on the floor with the heel of your foot. No, I don't think so. But wouldn't that be great where the Boston market went out of business there? What a shame. I tried my best. I spent a lot of money there in Boston Market. Did it help? No. But at any rate, that would be a perfect spot for a steak and shake. I, I'm starting to think about it. Here's a mobile in Coral Springs. Hello. Uh, Neil. Yes, sir. Yes, I'm the one that called yesterday. I'm, the, uh, I'm a counselor. Conversation again. Is that it? No, no. Do you, do you mind if I just uh, throw a few thoughts at you? About what? Uh, well, I know yesterday when I got back. But this isn't yesterday. This isn't yesterday. No, we're not. We're not going to. This guy wants to have a uh, debate. He wants to have an ongoing dialogue. I had you on for a long time, pal, and we're talking about other stuff today. We have, we don't know what it is, but whatever it is, it's other stuff. Jesus, these these impudent people, man, and they think that uh, you know, get your own radio show, okay? You had plenty of chance to say your piece, and now you want to re you want to have another rebuttal, okay? Rebut this. Open line in day one in Brown. Yeah. Many a times, my wife and I would go to the Steak and Shake in Orlando. Right. We'd fill out the suggestion card to please come to South Florida. So I was just want to tell you the good news that they're See, coming. See, they, they've always been nervous about coming to a part of the state where most of the people have to gum their food. They've always been nervous about that, you know. Yeah. But I think what they're going to do is they're going to, like, uh, give you a little glass with a fizzy uh, substance in it so you can, like, soak your teeth while you're gumming the food. Okay. In the drive-thru. Hey, one more, one more other thing. I see where our Brower jury gives CarMax $50 million. Right, I mentioned that, yes. Oh, great news. From from our buddy Wayne. Oh, even, yeah. if it, even if it don't stand up, it's going to make them, uh, you know, have sleepless nights, which we like a lot. Oh. Hey, can I call my wife Veronica a douchebag? And the fact that their stock is in the toilet, too, oh. we like a lot, too. No, you can't do that, sir. Oh. Okay, we have an open line in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on a mobile one line. See, there's good news. I'm not just a sourpuss, the fact we got a hockey coach that's an asshole. I'm not, uh, you know, we got steak and shake coming. Oh. And even if it is not till next summer, we can wait. We'll just line up there right now. Boy, I think that would be a great spot. Right where that Boston, nice red brick building, brand new, spotless in there. Huh? In fact, really, when you look at the, because if you're familiar, have you been in Steak and Shake? Or you don't even, to me, I mean, with just a little work on the exterior and the sign and the whole deal, it's ready to go. 
Steak and Shake. Oh. Yes. You know, this bank next door is closed. The one with the parking lot that we're going to have to lease to right. the people. The Stupid question. We've been working here 10 months. And every day when I come to work and I pass uh, the, the Chuck's sub shop right in the corner there. We love you, Chuck and Nisi. And I make my turn on the 441. And I see the sign that says Walgreens coming soon. Now, maybe there are... I, it's I mean, there. It's open. It is? Yeah. I'll put these cough drops there. How are we supposed to know that it's open? The sign says... Uh, drive by the parking lot real slow like I did. No, you don't want to drive too slow. You want to keep the car at least moving. Don't stop to... A, don't make all four wheels come to a halt. So the Walgreens is actually open? Because I was going to say that would be a great place for a steak and shake. Right next door just about. Oh! Here's a Coral Springs. Hello. Hello there. Yes, sir. I had a bunch of things on a list here I wanted to talk about. One was the steak and shake. I can see one right here in Coral Springs on University. I can't wait. Okay. I think that's just like... That's fact, I think what we ought to do is we'll send a, we'll uh, make down a list of locations and we'll tell them where to uh, stick it. We could, get, we could do their work for them. Why should they look? We tell them where we're going to be and bam, they build them. We'll Open tell them, them exactly maybe, where to maybe, stick maybe it. Maybe have them by Christmas time. Right. Um, the, uh, uh, the the thing about Wayne, I think that's wonderful. Right in his own backyard, he got stuck. So don't expect any great things to happen with the hockey team now, because he's going to have to spend $50 million on this uh, I never I never thought about that. That's right. Right? Now he's got another reason, another excuse. One thing you never talk about, and you have, for a while I haven't heard, I wanted me, needed to ask you, at the new arena, is the Silver Fox there? I have. You know something? Other than Mr. and Mrs. Howard Kleinberg, who have the mis- haven't seen anybody from the other side that I remember from the old 106. Nobody. Huh? And I look over there once in a while, and it's a long, you know, my eyesight's pretty good, and I don't see uh, any of that crowd. Right? Who got, whose daughter got married, whose son grew but, up, who had a baby, that, who had And not only that, that, but the fact that when people show up year after year, they have a passion for it, they have a feeling for it. There's none of that here. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, you know, they show up whenever the hell they can get a ticket, and, uh, and that's it. Uh, because they because the, the, yeah. they priced it too high. Well, the piazza thing is the last they can, they can stick it. It's worth $13 million. What is McGuire worth? What is Sosa worth? What is Kevin Brown, who's going to be a free agent, who's uh, going to be signing for a ton of money? Al Leiter is worth $8 million a year? <laughs> I mean, he's a nice guy for Christ's sakes, but Al Leiter's worth $8 million? <laughs> Jesus, what are we talking about? Absolutely. Good luck to us, pal. Okay, take care. Loan me $50. That's right. Thank God that the station's buying those tickets. I mean, it's it's just out of control. You keep wanting more and more of our money. And and like last night, okay, I did watch the Leafs and the Penguins, and the Penguins played well, but to be honest with you, it was a very boring game. It was coma-inducing. And there have been so many of these. I watched hardly a Phoenix beat the crap out of the uh, Colorado again. Lost five of the first seven games, by the way, only one win. Patrick Frog's letting in uh, bowling balls are going through his legs for goals. And the crowd is booing and screaming and yelling there in Denver. They're psychotic. I mean, the quality of the product out there is getting worse and worse. And you can talk all you want. Well, we're 5-2. and two. The Dolphin-New England game, the first three quarters, you could have taken a book, you could have taken a pillow and had a good nap and missed nothing. I mean, somewhere along the... It would be like going into a restaurant where the food used to be really great. And every time you go, it gets a little bit worse and a little bit worse, and the portions get a little bit smaller to the point where... And the prices, by the way, keep going up. Keep going up. And the steak that used to be 25 bucks, now it's 50 bucks, but they give you like a little tiny uh, turd in the middle of a plate and say, here you go, take it or lump it. And that's what they're doing with sports, and they just can't figure out why people are getting a little disenchanted. Here's North Miami Beach. Hello. North Miami Beach. Hello. Yes, sir. Hey, this is the first time I've talked to you on the phone. Uh-huh. Talked to you in person, but never on the phone. Yeah. 
I'd like to ask a question. Yes? Would anybody have an idea why, how many bus drivers, school bus drivers, yeah. are, are black? What difference does that make? What does that mean? How many, how many school bus drivers are black? Yeah. Do you and have any idea? I have, I, well, I, I counted and I ran, you, ran you, out of... Wait, wait, wait a minute. You are uh, counting? Here is a gentleman who's got a full, rich life who spends his spare time counting the number of black school bus drivers. And no, what, I don't and, what, a, and what number have you arrived at, sir? I have a very good, I have a very good life. What I'm thinking... A good wife? Between the... Wife? Wife? Yeah. No. <laughs> I've had six of them. Yeah. But For maybe, obvious reasons. Yeah, I can see now why. It's easy to figure that out. Yeah, right. But, so how many black bus drivers are there, sir? The audience I, I don't is... know. It's just that I well, never... well, we'll take a poll. Thank you. There, there's our poll question today. How many black school bus drivers do we have in town? Anybody know? No. Well, let's start counting right now. He's been counting them. He's been counting them, my good racist friend, who's been through only six wives and still can't figure out why. Oh, my God. Woo! Heavy <laughs> duty. We have an open line in Dade, 5670560, pound 560 on a mobile one line. QAM, The Hi, this is T. Gordon Liddy, and they don't come any worse than Neil Rogers. Founder, the Lord above is angry at what he's hearing on the radio airwaves today. All of us good Christians here at the Fist Fuckers Association are doing our part in absorbing the evil sins incurred on the radio. Why, every time we hear what we define as an obscenity, we thrust our fist into a follower's butt. Like today, for instance, I heard the word crap. You know what that means. It's your turn, Reverend Kennedy. Oh, not again. We must do the work of the Lord. Okay. <clears throat> now it's my turn. We urge you not to patronize the sponsors of these radio havens. Please visit our website at www.fistfuckingchristian.com. And remember to fist for Jesus. 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 All right. One more time. It's 1102 at 560 WQM. We have an open line at date 56705. Here's North Miami. Hello. Daniel. Yes, sir. That was a great call you had, your last call. That was a great call. You had the best. <laughs> uh, He's listen. counting bus drivers, sir. Have you ever noticed how many uh, Chinese uh, bus drivers there are for school buses in this town? <laughs> you better get busy. Uh, listen, um, I have a story here that I just saw in Sports Center. It kind of coincides with everything you've been talking about with, you know, alcohol and, uh, you know, that book about the NFL players. Yeah. <laughs> There's a, uh, a Leonard Little who plays for the St. Louis Rams. Yeah, the woman uh, died, by the way. Yeah, he hit her with his car. And by the way, we had the story wrong on this radio station. We had the story wrong several days ago when he announced that, oh, he was not under the influence and no charges are being filed. Guess what? Surprise. Yeah, he was uh, twice above the legal limit. Right. No. Maybe he could be a school bus driver. He is black. There, there you go. In fact, uh, excellent idea. There you go. Okay, thanks for the good news. <laughs> all these all these dark-complected guys who just have problems, baby, who just aren't good role models for our kids, well, let's not make them role models. Let's just make them uh, bus drivers. That sounds logical. I mean, nobody uh, re, you know, re admires the bus driver. 
Fudel pays attention to the bus driver, and most of the kids resent them anyway because they're trying to, like, uh, you know, keep them in line. So let's have all these guys driving a goddamn bus, and then this guy that called two calls ago, he can start counting like crazy. There goes another goddamn one right now. Open line in Dade County's line. Here's Sunrise. Hello. Good morning, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, just two words. You're welcome. Four. I sent you the exorcist tape. Oh. Yeah. Thank you so much. I'm it glad was you great. Got... See, I told you sooner or later I'd get around to it. Oh, I was patient. I was patient. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I mean, though. it was a very boring weekend because I was here in town, so what else am I going to do? And I thought, gee, I'm going to watch that damn thing, and it was great. Yeah, and there's a longer version available if you buy the DVD. Yeah. Which is out now, but I haven't got a DVD player. And neither do I. But eventually, maybe. Uh, I was puss? stuck in this puss. So I guess she's got a greater claim to fame than the, than the Times. Well, what, whatever she was doing, even if it was like just a home video, she probably had more viewers then than she's got now. Obviously. That's it. Thanks a lot. Bye -bye. Of course, that newscast, one thing, if you, if you add all the different times that it's on, it's like MASH. If you put all the times MASH is on, they probably got about a four share. Huh? Sure, because that's uh, four times one is four, last time I checked. In fact, if they would put us on 30 times, we'd still have a... Oh! Because nobody can hear the goddamn audio, so 30 times zero is still... Oh! That's right. No, it's... And like I said, why do I get myself worked up into a lather about these things? They put together a pretty good show there until the very end last night when they were doing the Joe Rose, uh, Dwayne Stomp thing and chopping... Uh, you know, I figure, who the hell cares now? By this time, everybody's turned it off anyway. Nobody can hear it. But other than that, it was pretty entertaining. I'm sitting there with a the chicken on my head. I mean, where else in America can you watch a guy sitting there making jackass of himself with a chicken on his head? Probably a television first. But was there anybody watching? No. Of course not. You can't hear the goddamn thing if you want to hear it. And the, and the hum keeps getting louder and louder and louder. In fact, maybe that's the idea. Just stick your on the TV screen. Get a good hum job there if the price is right. And nobody cares. Nobody. And I said to George this morning, I, I need help. I really do. I need psychiatric counseling, not as a person, but as somebody who lives here. Because in order to survive in this town, you have to be willing to lower your standards. I'm not talking about being better than anybody else or goody-two-shoes, but you have to lower your standards to such a low degree that you don't give a f anymore. You just don't care. Like my good friends there at Pompano Park. I, I Listen, I don't want to bore you with the... Because it's a depressing place to begin with. But I'm telling you, everything that I deal with practically in this town is doing... And people that you're trying to do a job for. And they still don't want to give you any copy, any information. It's like, oh, we don't know what you're talking about. What are you bothering us for? That, that, that's the mentality in this town. What are you bothering us for? Just uh, dummy up and uh, go spend your money and have a great life and leave us alone. But I'm trying to do a job for it. Ah, forget about it. We don't care. We're just going through the motions anyway. No matter what it is. It's like this radio station. we got so many people that are just content to go through the motions. And if you open up a mouth, you're a bastard. I mean, I know that there are people that hate me like poison in this place. Do I care? No. Of course not. I couldn't give a crap less. And that's my big mistake. You're supposed to be part of a fraternity. You're not supposed to be trying to do a professional job. Stop making so much goddamn trouble. And I'm not just talking about here. I'm talking about it. It's like the thing with the Panthers. I haven't had one call here today on that. Not one. Not one. Okay, did I give him a chance in the beginning? You bet. I said, hey, he's a good guy. I met him. I had a couple of good conversations. I think he's better than you people think. Let's give him a chance. And then we'll uh, shoot him, okay? Because he's a bozo. 
taking our best players, sticking them on a bench, sticking them on the fourth line with a couple of goons on the goon line. And then, of course, he's going to be saying, well, he's not scoring. Well, how the hell is he going to score when he's playing with a couple of uh, goofballs out there? That's like the Leafs saying, well, you know, Ty Domi, you're not scoring enough goals. You're not going to play anymore. What the hell is that? And these people, nothing phases them. They're perfect for this town. I apologize. I'm the one that's out of place. You guys, you're in the right place. Those days when we have no goddamn calls at all, that's perfect. That's a perfect reflection of what this town is all about. You can do anything to this community. And they don't care. They take it without so much as a whimper. Fixed elections. I mean, you name it. Drugs all over the goddamn place. Kids getting killed on street corners. Don't bother us with these things. You're too goddamn negative. Sorry. Mister, sorry. Eight minutes after broadcasting, whether it was Camilla's house or Center One or whatever the charity was, we used to get a nice check from the sales manager, the program director, which we did get Bluff. Thank you, Bluff. You're the only one. The only person at WQM who's donated a dime to our charity so far is Bluff Lindsay. Does that tell you what you need to know about this place uh -huh. and how involved we are in this radio station? Uh -huh. I mean, we I don't care what we said in that meeting on Friday. And by the way, I wish I had on tape. We'd get a 90 share. We just put it on whammy. I wish I had that meeting on tape. Not the part with me and the Greg Reed, the part with Norma Kent. I, I just want to tell all of you out there, including people who hate me like poison, and maybe the feeling is mutual, I wouldn't wish Norma Kent on any of you, okay? Here is a man, the worst thing that ever happened to this guy is that he had a few of uh, those shows on FTL, and he really thinks he was in radio. He thinks he was a broadcaster. <laughs> I've been telling him over and over again, you weren't even close to being on radio. FTL was to radio what Whammy is to television. It's not even on the edge, okay? It's not even in the same league. It's not in the same business. It's not in the same vocabulary. It's way on the outside looking in. And we're talking about the situation with a hurricane, for example, and about how the station is ill-prepared to cover, like, uh, natural uh, disasters, hurricanes, wars, etc., and maybe uh, the way we ought to approach that. And Norma, to give you one of his classic lines, says, well, you know, like Hank could come on here and say, there's a high fly ball to right field, it's back back, and the wind is blowing it uh, because we got the hurricane coming. Part is, he's serious. I said, Norm... Shut up. In fact, if I could tell you how many times I said that during that meeting. See, one good thing is that I never hear from him unless I call him. Like, remember you gave me that message the other day from somebody who's interested in syndicating our show? And I gave it right to him. That was on Friday when he was here. Have I heard from him since? No. Will I hear from him unless I call him first? No. Am I going to chase him down and waste my time anymore? No. Of course not. He is perfect for this town. He fits in here like a glove. Just don't do it, like Nancy Reagan would say. It's kind of like a takeoff on that. No matter what it is, fill in the blank, just don't do it. And it won't get done, and everybody will say, okay, fine. We have an open line in Dade County. A high fly ball to right field. It's going, and the wind takes a hold of it, and it's hurricane uh, fill in the blank. And that's how Hank could cover the uh, hurricane. He was serious. Okay, we're to uh, Miami. Hello? Okay, sir. Uncle Neil, I saw a report. I can't believe they actually paid Mike Piazza $91 million. Why not? I can't believe it. Why not? When you got Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa, they did a story on them. You can take up a collection. And I mean, Tiger Woods has done crap. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's well, like, I think he it. probably has a crap every now and then. Yeah, uh, steak or shake, uh, it's coming down here for real. That's what it says. 
Oh, wow. Maybe 20 locations by next summer. Well, maybe we can get Carl's Jr., too. All right. Hey, they bought out Hardee's, so... We can, get the, we can get those Ebonic burgers, baby. All right, baby. These e-, e-, e. coli burgers. Yeah. Take okay, it have easy, a birthday. Get out of here. We have an open line, two of them in Dade County. Boy, I keep burning myself on these goddamn matches, and pretty soon I'm not going to have no fingers left. 5670560. Oh, See, that's God punishing you, mister, for smoking those goddamn cigars, those stogies. And pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's uh, Boca. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Can I respond to uh, what you said about the Panthers earlier this yes. morning? Uh-huh. Um, this isn't uh, one of our chronics, is it? No. Oh. I'm in Boca. Um uh, Ray Whitney was on there with Geldy between periods the other night of the Vancouver game. Yeah. And I don't know, what what did they end up paying Ray Whitney? Uh, one practice every game. He gives 200%. He's a, you know, because he's been put in a position, being a little guy, he has to try twice as hard as the bigger guys in order to make it because he thought his career was over when Edmonton cut him, and uh-huh. uh, then we picked him up, and he had the opportunity, he made the most of it. And keep in mind... Keep in mind that Ray Whitney accomplished what he did last year on a crappy team. Yep. I mean, it's one thing to get those statistics on a hell of a team, like Stu Barnes did playing with uh, you know Francis and Yager, but when you accomplish it on a team where nobody else is doing much of anything, he was like a one-man offensive show for us on a team that stunk. And he still is. Right. Well, and he can't do it on the bench, and he certainly can't do it on the fourth line playing with Peter Worrell and Dwayne Hay. You know, to me, Ray Whitney's the best four-checker we have on the team. I see the puck. I wish you could have seen the two games that he played against the Leafs Saturday and last night. Marty Straka, he, and he's on the number one line. Isn't it interesting? Yarmer Yager, who played great last night, with Stu Barnes and Marty Straka. That's the number one line for the Penguins, and they're playing pretty damn good. Yeah, but Marty Straka... It's Chris Wells you got confused. <laughs> Chris Wells, who hasn't played a game for this team since March 26th, who's injured every day, and who even when he wasn't injured before he got hurt was sitting in the stands in a suit every night, and uh, we'd rather have him than Doug Wade. I mean, these guys... I'm going to tell you, if Brian Murray and Terry Murray were in a real hockey town doing the things that they've been doing the last couple of years, they'd have been out of town on a rail, I'm telling you, which is why they have been not raced out of town everywhere they've been. You know, Ray Whitney all night. Victor Kozlov, Ray Whitney, and a couple of these new kids. Other than that, there's really, you're right, there's nobody to watch offensively because there's nothing going on. Well, well tell the spokesman to get his finger out of his okay, mouth. Okay, we'll do it. Shia, the spokesman. I, you know something? I'm glad I didn't throw those buttons away. In fact, I still have that cardboard sign in my car that says, uh, you know, no BM. We're going to have to get one that says no TM, too. Because these guys are determined that they're going to re- they're going to show uh, these guys they're going to get uh, uh, if you're going to send a message to somebody don't do it by benching the guys who are the best players on the team do it by benching the guys who are sticking the joint out stick Robbie Niedermeyer's ass you'll get a standing ovation if you have the guts to do that Terry Murray but you don't have the balls to do it stick his ass on a bench and don't tell me how great he played against the Caps on Friday okay one game don't make a career. One assist, one easy pass to a guy wide open in front of the net doesn't make a goddamn case for a guy that's getting two and a half million dollars a year. And isn't it interesting how they gave that niggardly amount to Ray Whitney and they practically took him right down to arbitration and then like two or three days before. And the only reason, the only reason that they settled and made that deal with him before going to arbitration is that because the days before that, Mark Recchi and Pierre Turgeon got those gigantic record-breaking settlement awarded by the arbitrators and they were peeing in their pants that Whitney might get two, three million dollars a year if they went to arbitration. So they said, okay, we'll do this. And for my opinion, Whitney's agent knuckled under too easy, uh, took too, too little money. But let's punish the guys who are working for too little and who are working their guts out of us. Let's punish them and try to make an example out of them. And the guys who are making the most money on the team who don't do squat out there, let's reward them by playing them, put, sticking them out there over and over and over again. 
I'm, I'm telling you, you better be prepared for Thursday and Friday, because after tomorrow night, I'm going to be so hoarse. I'm going to be a horse with, uh... I got it covered. With a name. We have an open line in day one in Brown. Here's Davy. Hello. Davy. Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, how are you? Okay. Okay, uh, this isn't why I called you. You mentioned something about hurricanes. It's funny, I was watching, uh... The cones doing a 180 around. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> channel 4 and Channel 7. I saw a little bit of little Brian last night. He's on there. He's got his uh, suit on. He's all wired up. He looks like John Glenn. He looks like he's getting ready to take off in the space shuttle, and he don't need a uh, shuttle. But at any rate, uh, yeah, he's hyperventilating. They're getting ready for it to do a big uh, twist and a turn. That's the reason I called. Yeah, I'd like to answer the old guy that's counting how many black school bus drivers there are. Yeah. There are zero, asshole. All school buses are yellow. But, uh... Never thought about that. That's right. <laughs> anyway. Don't about those Chinese. I told you why, God. <laughs> anyway, I got to go. Judge Joe Bro's coming up. Okay, see ya. <laughs> we have an open line in Dayton, one in Broward, 5670560 and pound 560 on the 8th. That's the kind of people we have in this town, are people sitting around, looking out the window, counting the number of black school bus drivers. Does that tell you all you need to know about this town? Yeah. You'll bet your sweet fat ass it does. People with no lives. That's why there's no passion here. Whoever heard of dead people having passion? There's no emotion. There's no feeling. There's no outrage. There's no anything. There's no good passion. There's no bad passion. There's no even mediocre, lukewarm passion. And I sit here every goddamn day of my life screaming and puking and yelling. And I hear often that, you know, the, the response, like screaming into a goddamn tunnel, and you hear, like, in the back, yeah, that's it. That, that's what you get back. That's the echo. Man. QAM. The media is sick and needs help badly. Hey, 560 WQM. Boy, is this phone smoking or what? No. We have an open line in Broward. All three in day again. I guess everybody had decided to take some time off and go out and start counting school bus drivers. Yeah, let's take a poll on that. What do you think? Let's uh -huh. go out there in the corner, standing on the corner, watching all the school bus drivers go by and taking uh, notes. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's Coral Springs. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing, buddy? Okay. How the hell can we look for the buses if there, uh, there's cops in every corner hiding behind the bush? Yeah. Yeah. So, Arucha Toy, don't annoy, I'm a goy. The Panthers go all the way, and the Murphy suck. Okay, great. Whatever you say. The Murphys. We have, uh, that, that's, that was our hockey call right there. The Murphys suck, okay? Brian Murphy and Terry Murphy, or I assume that he's talking about. Not talking about Gordy, is he? I don't think so. There's one of our, see, that's why you can't discuss anything in this town, because nobody knows what you're talking about. They have all those people that show up, and I keep asking that question. I really don't know why. Two open lines, and a Lady Mobile in West Palm Beach. Hello? Lady Mobile. In West Palm Beach, long gone. Okay, like I said. Show's over. Time to go home. We'll see ya. Turnistas out there, baby. The average age here is death. The average person driving around out there, they've been dead for at least 10 years. Nobody told them yet. 
mean, this is this is just unbelievable. It really is. Five six seven oh five sixty. Are you following me? Am I giving these numbers too fast? Is that the problem? Uh -huh. Five six seven oh five sixty. Pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. I must be missing something. Oh, we're not talking about John Glenn. Is he too old? Uh -huh. Yeah, we already know that. I keep every time I see John Glenn on TV, I get <laughs> that sound keeps coming into my mind. <laughs> just like that. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Here's uh, West Palm Beach. Hello. Hey, Neil. It's yes, me, sir. Mike. It's what? It's me, Mike. I'm from West Palm Beach. I yeah. got something to tell you that I've been seeing on the television, you know, MCI commercial. Yeah. When Tasmanian Devil, when he's spinning around and Michael Jordan tells him, hey, you know you pay too much, you could have used MCI instead of AT&T. Yeah. And these are the words that he says, you know, but we know that the Tasmanian Devil doesn't speak English, but he says, faggot, maggot. Have you heard that? No, I have not. Yeah, see if you can get he that says, on your faggot, magnet? Faggot. You must be talking Faggot. about Liz Taylor. Okay, we'll tell uh, Liz all about it. Okay, two open lines in Dade, 5670560, oh, five, pound 560, all three in Dade. Like I said, 72 open lines in Dade, 5670560, five, oh, five, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. If you can be as good as that last caller, then save it. Here's a mobile in Boynton Beach. Hello? I'm trying. Um, did you hear about the pictures of Dr. Laura on the Internet? About the what? There's pictures of Dr. Laura on the Internet. Yeah, somebody well, faxed me that stuff, and I found it very boring. Oh, okay. Because Dr. Laura's just... very boring. Who cares about Dr. Laura? Yeah. Well, I know you talk about it once in a while, so I just figured it'd be, you know, you might want to check it out. No, I don't think so. Thank you. Okay, we have an open line at Broward to a search. They're searching, they're reaching, they're grasping. They sure don't want to talk about any of the stuff I talked about. So now they're all searching and reaching. I thought the, by far the most scintillating call we had was about the uh, black uh, school bus drivers. Right? Let's hear it for that guy. Oh! You, you know something? And you guys thought that he was bad. But at least he called. That's something I'll say for him. He may not have had much material, but he had the courage of his own goddamn convictions and his six ex-wives. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, how you doing, Neil? I, I, I thought we were doing okay there for about an hour and a half, and all of a sudden we ran into a goddamn brick wall. Uh, I can't. Th this thing with Whitney is really its so annoying. Well, you and I must be the only ones who care. There's nobody in that whole crowd that shows up every home game. Nobody else seems to give a crap. They've got no opinion. I mean, if he, he were, he's the hardest worker. He makes plays. And guys like Gagne, Gagne's missed about five open nets. Edemeyer's half asleep out there, and they take Whitney out. Yeah. I just don't and get it. And then he's going to put him back in on the kind of significance of that. What is he going to accomplish out there playing on a line with two goons? Well, he's a playmaker. And, and in addition, which, with, as, uh, as you know, as anybody who knows about the game even a little bit, the fourth line plays very little during a game. So how much ice time is he going to get? Okay. Thanks, man. Thank you so much. What did he say? He said shut. Sounded like he said something else. We have uh, open line in Broward, two and date, part of this line. Wow. Have we had a raw near or nerve here today? No. Sure haven't. Here's Miami. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. I have a spy report for you. Yeah. I was passing by PP Park this morning at 8.15. Yes. And there were like 200 buzzers circling the air above the stadium. Yeah. Couldn't imagine what was happening. I thought that Mr. Heising had expired because of the 50 million judgment. But what it was is that the parking lots there had garbage. A mile high. Oh, my God. Yeah. And the buzzards were just circling over that neighborhood. Yeah. I, I can imagine that the residents in the nearby community must be aghast. They must be aghast? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's Wayne's idea to get them all to move out. 
Okay, we have an open line in Broward, all of Dade, five line. We were rolling along singing a song here, doing just fine, and all of a sudden, that was it. Somebody pulled a goddamn plug on this audience today. Somebody pulled a guy right out from underneath me. They pulled a goddamn magic carpet right underneath my goddamn feet. Here's Coral Springs. Hello. If we take these fast, I can get out of here by noon. Hello. Hello, Neil. How are yes, you? Yes, sir. Okay. Okay. Uh, that was kind of interesting, the buzzards over P.P. Park. Yeah, it's funny because I drove by P.P. Park this morning on the way to work like I do every day. I didn't see no buzzards. I didn't see no garbage. Maybe this guy had a bad dream. Maybe, Maybe he got into a bad bowl of grits and it gave him the something that rhymes with grits. <laughs> Maybe the buzzers were left over from that first half that they played. Could be. But uh, uh, <clears throat> to get back to here. Yeah. Because I go to Georgia every year for Thanksgiving dinner and spend about four days up there. And, yes, they're very alcohol. So it's a restaurant that has good food, but yet you're drinking stuff other than getting loaded. Well, what do you mean they don't serve alcohol? I can't think of any fast food places that serve alcohol. Well, it's well a, what does that mean? I think... Pennies, but they don't serve booze. Well... And in that atmosphere was that, say you have someone who... Thank you. Okay, that's good. We have an old... Let's hear it for Steak and Shake. They got no booze. Oh! I'm serious. It's terrifying. It really scares the crap out of me when I think about the fact that these people are out there. We have an open line in Broward. All three lines in Brick Wall. You want to know why? Because we started talking about... We love you, Sorry. Never again. We'll never do that again, okay? You're off the hook, Terry Murray, because this is a town where nobody cares because nobody knows. How the hell can you have passion about something and feel excited or pissed off or whatever when you don't even know what the hell it's all about? Man, oh man, a shevitz. It is just un-effing believable. No, it's not. 21 till... Oh, God. All right.
Oh, I love the uh, the noise on the car. John Levitt, by the way, gave this to me. Was it you that uh, I heard that woman calling up asking you that day? Yes. Where this came from and where I got she it? She used to sing it at the clubs. Uh, she right. wasn't the voice that recorded it, though. And John uh-huh, Levitt, my former fat producer, uh, who was uh, you know somewhat of a musician himself, fancied himself as kind of like a, a Jim Morrison Jr. sort of. Only fat and ugly. But at any rate, uh, he's the one that gave that to me years ago. And as you heard, the cart that it was originally on, very poorly erased. And it, that adds to the ambiance. I love it. It makes it what it is. A piece of... We have two open lines in date. 5670560. Pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Any interest today, huh? No. Here's Hollywood. Hello. Hollywood. Going once. Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm calling about Proposition 9 of the Constitutional Revisions of the State. Have you read that? No, I have not. No, I have not. It's got very strange wording about basic rights. Yeah. And in parenthesis, it has defines natural persons as female and male alike. Does yeah. that mean that they're taking away rights for... They could define uh, natural persons as somebody that's been circumcised, for one thing. Or they could define natural person as somebody that's a transsexual. Right. Or we could just forget about it. Okay, we have an open line in Broward, 2 and Dade, 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a Saga Bay. Hello. Neil, didn't you say the other day a lady built that chicken hat you wore last night? What about it? Didn't a lady construct that? Yeah. It's a work of art. Uh-huh. I saw it last night. It was the best thing I've seen. Oh, you're the one that was watching the TV show last night. I always... Even though you couldn't hear the sound. The sound is pathetic. I used to be an audio engineer for broadcast stations. Yes. How could a TV station screw up something like that and allow it to coexist? Night happen? after night after night. And you know something? Nobody cares. The people over there don't care. The audience doesn't care. Well, the the audience ain't got Nobody cares. My, uh, my crack on. attorney there who's busy talking about high fly balls blowing in the wind, he don't care. <laughs> yeah, how do you like that? <laughs> well, I'm telling you one thing I do like. They got mash on. And I there love, you go. And I love well, then you ought to be real happy. No wonder you sound like you're in such a good mood. I want to thank you. We're going to have it on 24 hours a day, pal. <laughs> you're going to be just uh, peeing in your pants. Okay, have a great day. He's he's happy. There's a happy camper. Oh. He's mashing it, man. Oh. We have an open line in Broward, two in the second and third period on Friday night in that coma game. And they were saying to me, tell me that they were sitting down like toward the front, and that there were a bunch of people sitting behind him, a bunch of women especially, and they were talking about everything but the game. And of course, I realized it was a boring game, and there wasn't much going on. It was a really bad game. But nevertheless, I thought to myself, is that something new here? No. Of course not. And excuse me for coming on here and getting upset about something that nobody cares about, and don't even know what the hell I'm talking about. Excuse me. I'm very, very sorry, aren't I? No. Five six seven Oast line. We're going to get all six of these lines lit up right now in the next thirty seconds, or it's going to be two hours and eleven minutes worth of jolly. All right, you're laughing about it. Think I'm joking? Come on, let's go. Let's hear it. Just like Aaron Bergell with that Canadian national anthem. We don't need to know the lyrics. Just to make a lot of noise. Pop, 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 That's it. Come on. Is it working yet? Any lines ringing so far? No. no nobody calling. We love you, Melody. 567-0560. we got 400 open lines a day, 200 in Broward. I will not refrain until we get every goddamn line on the board smoking here today. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, they're in the bag again. They're in the sack. It's the Joe Lynn Show. You know, 
know, it's interesting. Remember I told you the other day I was rereading my contract about that bonus thing? And it says in there that uh, I'm required to produce and to prepare a four-hour radio show every day. It says nothing about talk show. It says a radio show. And that's our handy All right. Let's hear it. Come on. Bleach your hair. Oh, he already did. Nice hairdo, Billy. Any progress yet? No. Any progress here in the town of the Walking Dead? No. <laughs> okay, we got one more line to light up there. It's in Dade County. Are you following these numbers now? 5670560. And pound 560 on the AT&T line. We pay for the mobile calls. It's free. Okay, any takers yet? No. One more is see if it's a real one, if it's one of those little Cuban pricks out there. See if it's like a real living and breathing person on that line. I'm looking in the other room. He's thinking about it. His tongue is all the way down to his knee. It might be a caller. I think we ought to do a break now, don't you? Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Okay, sir. Good. I uh, just wanted to call. I, I was one of the guys that came up to you at the arena last week about the seats. And, and, sir, can I ask you this question? Sure. How come everybody can talk about the seats are no good? And no, 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 no. No, wait a minute. Let me finish the question. And the scoreboard sucks and the shot clock, and everybody's an expert on what they don't like. But when it comes to talking about the game and the team, nobody has anything to say. I, no, I This has been going on. This is the sixth goddamn year now, and they still got nothing to say. I want to talk about Whitney, but I just was going to say I tried to call in the next day. And I couldn't get through because you said nobody came up to you. Trying. Oh, you know, he's yeah. got a minus three and no points. Or how about Garfinlov, who's uh, useless? Well, how about all so many guys on there that you'd sit down before a guy who's your number one player? I can't. Knock Yannick Perot in the uh, glass there toward the end of the game. And uh, that was the L.A. game. That's right. And cost us to stay another extra half yeah. hour. Breaking yeah. Oh, yeah, that was brutal. Nice going, Kurt. But now I think it could be Niedermeyer and Jovanovski rolled into one. I mean, aren't you startled by this? A little bit different approach and maybe a new something from all his past experience and so highly touted. And he turns out to be the same bozo as his brother. Well, I think maybe his brother's pulling his strings. Could He's be. He's the Pessin Avanti. Uh-huh. I just, uh, I couldn't believe when they sat Whitney and Svela. The two of the most uh, consistent guys. Svela, by far, the best defenseman on his team, who's also a guy that can, you know, uh, one of our leading scorers, can stick the puck in the net. And, well, but look how much better they play. They got a tie. Whoopie yeah, doo, man. Right. That's pretty exciting. Yeah, they, they Just like last year, year, we got a lot of little ties, too, until we started losing every game. Yeah, and they, they don't show me anything this year. And the two guys that they need He's to embarrassing. He never knows he is embarrassing. The, he never knows where the puck is. You see the guys, they make a nice pass to him. He doesn't even see it. Yeah. See, I don't know what the hell he's thinking. We have an open line at Browlish line. We got the brain trust back again, baby. They're going to make sure that we have a real long, disgusting season is what they're going to do. The brain trust is back. I told you, see, you can't make an idiot into a genius. You can't make a loser into a winner. You can't make somebody who, like, screwed us last year, all of a sudden is going to get bright this year. But, hey, nobody cares, so why should I get excited about it? Plus, I can go there tomorrow and scream my brains out, and I will. I'm going to be so goddamn loud, I might get kicked out of there tomorrow night. Here's a mobile in uh, Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Uh, Neil. Yes, sir. In, in regards to your criticism of the... Oh, you know who that is, don't you, by the way? Chronic, but he's there today. Thank you so much, sir. Five years for the Dolphins, right out of my own pocket. And guess what? I can get free tickets to the Dolphins this year and give them away. How do you like that? I bet that breaks your heart, don't it, sir? Long no chance. Lost. 
jackass. Not a question of paying. It's a question of knowing what the hell you're going to see. That's the question. Anybody can get. In fact, that was that. A, is that a compliment? And how about the ten thousand empty seats for the Rams game a week ago Sunday? How about those, pal? I'm starting to get a whole different idea on it. I salute the people that aren't going to get their raped and paid to see crap. We have an open line of fans because all they can talk about is college sports. Turn on the morning show, and in between the couple of comments about Whitney and about Terry Murray, in between that, all they're talking about is Gators again and the Seminoles. Oh, give me a freaking break. And by the way, my uh, imitation to Dave Lamont last night, if I say so myself on Whammy, was outstanding. Oh! It's why did it rain to hurricane? That was great. Nice going, Neil. Of course, nobody could hear it. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. That's right. I'm the bad guy. Blame me, sir. Do your usual every day of your life to get it out of your system, just like a good bowel movement. Just unload on me, pal. Go right ahead. Be my guest. I'm the bad guy. Hey, if you now, as usual, I request you, my friends, to refrain or stop from smoking while the program is on. Thank you very much. God bless you. Mahatma Mellencamp, I like to play the hits, but unlike your Madonna, don't expect to be seeing my tits. I take the stage, I am a rage, oh, I like to sing, and when I'm done, those red dot babes want to be doing the wild thing. Play sitar, play sitar, play sitar, oh my God. I like to play this Hindu town in the ballroom at the Hyatt, and like your axle rolls when Muslims come, they'll be a riot. I don't need people smoke or chase the bins around the bar. I am one bad dude when I pick up and play you my sitar. Play sitar. Play sitar. Come here. Oh, what a nice job you have. May I touch your dog? Oh, that dog is so hot. I always thought it was cable hookup. Oh, come here, baby. Watch me. Play sitar. I do it just for you, you beautiful thing, you. Come here. This note's for you. Watch me. Play sitar. Look for the monster. The Mahatma Tour coming to your town soon. miserable, horrendous, grotesque, uh, masochistic death. And speak to Andy in Hollywood and Mitch. We love you, Mindy. Oh, yes, we do. The way you beat Ray Bork and ran for two. And that short-handed goal was cool. Bill 
And by the way, for the asshole I called before screaming and carrying on, I gave 10 grand to the Center One campaign to get it off the ground. How much did you give, sir? I'd rather give my money to a charity that can use the money as opposed to some billionaire that don't need it and don't appreciate it. Sure we do. Here's a, a mobile in Homestead. Hello. Mobile in Homestead. Hello. Yes, sir. Yeah, I want to talk to the boss man. You're talking to him. Listen, I'm on my way back to Georgia from Homestead. Yeah. I live in a little town called Noonan. Yeah. We had one of the greatest high school football players I ever saw play there. Went to Georgia Tech under Bill Lewis. They all tried to play him in about 16 different positions to take advantage of his, his speed, his arm, his whatever. It was Derek Stegall. And he got hurt three years at Tech. Never really blossomed. So why, why are you telling me this? What, what does this mean? Derek Stegall? I heard he walked with, with a free agent with a dog. And like I said, wrong station, mister. You made a bad mistake. Okay, five six seven. This is our last call. Otherwise, it's uh, Joe Lynn from uh, about ten after twelve till noon. Till I mean till yeah till noon tomorrow. What's wrong with that? Hank can use the day off. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on a mobile one line. I mean, how can this man? How can this man possibly be listening to this radio show and call here and start telling me about some five year old kid that played in Aintree, Georgia, and got lost in the woods up there while they were filming Deliverance and had a, had lunch with Burt Reynolds? What is this man talking about? I was expecting to say that corn sure is special. Man, oh man alive. What you be talking about, sir? And by the way, Florida, get out of this state. We got enough of your kind here already. Get out of here. Five six seven oh five nine. Let's go to Steak and Shake and wait for them to open the doors. Here's Miami Lakes. Hello. Hey, Neil. How are you? Okay, sir. Uh, I was speaking to um, a friend of mine from Hollywood uh, yesterday, and uh, he had mentioned something um, that he heard in your show regarding... So? I, I just wanted to share that with well, you. Well, what do you mean he mentioned it? In other words, you haven't heard it? Uh, no. Chronic, Chronic Julio, you haven't heard it? I'm not a Chronic Julio. I'm a first-time caller. Yeah, sure. Likely story. Chronic. I am. Chronic. So, in other words, you're complaining about something you haven't even heard. Well, he told me about it. He told you about it. So, what does that mean? So, you hear something he's, second, well, he's, and he's you're calling, whitey, you're he's calling me? He's a whitey from Tower. He's a what? He's a whitey from Tower. Meaning what? That, that, he, he's a chronic. He, he listens to you. Yeah, and? Well, he told me that was tasteless. Okay, blow it out your ass. That's one of the chronic coolios. Get him out of here. Taste this. Open line in Broward, all of date five six seven oh five sixty line. It was tasteless. How do you like that? In fact, it was so tasteless we may have to play it again because this guy's uh, just jonesing for it, evidently. Coming soon. WQM. You're right. It was tasteless. Okay, but will we play it again? Uh -huh. Over and over again. Uh -huh. Good. In fact, we're going to alternate Joe Lynn and that all between uh, twelve. Seriously, between twelve fifteen and two today, we're going to go back to back over and over again just because this guy's getting off. He's squeezing it, hearing it. Hey, Hollywood Seminole Gaming has got the air. Good God Almighty! What a, what a, humongous Wow! Take this one call. It's the last one we got. Here's a mobile in Tamarack. Hello. Hey, Neil. How are you today? Okay, sir. Uh, two questions. Well, one question and a statement. The first one, you, I was the guy that called you to ask you about what kind of tranquilizers you were giving your little dog. Yeah. 
Did you ever check and see what the name of it was? No, I did not, because like I told you then, well, you're calling me back to ask what kind of tranquilizers I'm no, getting my I have dog? Another, no, I Any veterinarian for... is going to give you tranquilizers for your little dog. I'm not a veterinarian. Okay. And the second thing is, is oh. I've, been dri I've been driving on the Ooh. turnpike, and I just want to report to you, I've gone by three school buses. Yeah. Two white people, one black person. And the fourth one was a Greyhound bus. I couldn't tell who it was because the windows were so tinted. All right. Oh. Now you're getting a little warmer. Thank you so much, sir. Now he's getting on the bandwagon. Let's hear it. Oh. Okay, we're waiting. I'll sit back in a chair and wait. Okay, in fact, let me... Yeah, this is good. Let me uh, just pull this thing back. Oh, geez. This thing don't work too good. Like everything else around here, don't work too good. Got this whole disc full of weed tins. That's right. We can play weed tunes. In fact, let's take a poll. What kind of music you want here between now and two? This audience, they don't want to talk today. That's all right. This has been uh, Syndrome for the last few weeks on this whole radio station. Now, you know, they're not fooling me. Every now and then they do, like uh, Thursday, there'll be a lot of calls. What's your beef? They're giving away a bunch of crap, and people make up all these crazy wild stories to try to win something for free. And guess what, by the way? We're not giving away anything more on this show, which I like it, oh! ever again. No free tickets, no free uh, CDs, no free anything. No free lunch. Which I think is a mammoth improvement, by the way. I'm enjoying it. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the mobile right likely story, open line in Dade one in Broward five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the mobile one line. Guess what, Eddie? It ain't gonna get on the air this time. Next time, two hundred and fifty times from now. Next circus seven years from Mashavuas ain't gonna get on the air, Eddie. Okay, so get a goddamn life. Find a goddamn good psychiatrist. In fact, that's what we could use in this town is group therapy. That's what we need. Because if there's any place in the world that could take the joy out of living, this is the place. Here's Lauderdale Lakes. Hello. Hello, Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. First time caller. All right. Uh, I know you love sports a lot. No, and, not really. Okay, but you know a lot about it. And I'd like to ask you your opinion. It's not a trivia question. Uh-huh. There are many, many baseball records in many, many different categories. Okay, let's go to a mobile in Coral Springs. Hello. Okay, go on. Here's Miami Lakes. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, between Jeb Bush and uh, the, the other uh, uh, alternative, uh, I'd rather stay with Jeb Bush. Yeah, okay, well, that's good. I'm happy for you. Two open lines at Dade, two at Broward. Five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty. There's a guy that likes Bush. Okay, that's a big deal. And uh, Palm 560 on a mobile one line. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Um, I'm not calling for any free tickets, but uh, remember about four years ago you were visiting the, um, Italy a lot? Yeah. Um, I heard the reason why is because um, you wanted to confess. Yeah, okay, whatever you say, pal. You were four years ago I was visiting Italy, and you heard the reason why was because I wanted to do it with the Pope. That's right. Whatever you say. Two open lines a day, two in Broward, 5670560, oh, pound 560. See, this is, this is payback for Friday night. I made the mistake of coming on here yesterday and saying, what a trip, what a real, it was, it was interesting. I'm sitting there in the arena Friday night in the Mac Arena during a horrible game. I get this big ovation because they got my puss up there, and it actually made me feel good about being here for about two days. And now I come in here this, the, today, we have about an hour and a half of a radio show. I'm talking, they're talking, like what it's supposed to be all about. And then all of a sudden it's like, hey, that's it, baby. We're pulling the plug, and now every call is going to be an asshole. And now we're going to, like, heap as much abuse on you as you'll take, which, by the way, the answer is oh! none. The big O. 
that's it. Let's heap abuse on this son of a bitch now because he was actually feeling pretty good about life there for a couple of days. So now let's just uh, badmouth him and make him try to feel like about two inches tall. I got two inches, okay? And it works. Here's a lady in Miami. Hello? Lady in Miami. Hi. Yes, ma'am. Um, yeah, I was just calling. My boyfriend was telling me about um, this little clip you got on there with the Irishman. Uh-huh. I was wondering, could you play that? No, ma'am. We're not doing all requests Tuesday. Sorry, sweetheart. Our to work call, we're asking for calls from people who have something to say about any goddamn thing in the world. Anything to say about anything. Anything. How do you like that? And she's calling me because her boyfriend said this, and the other one, his boyfriend, told him about uh, Chris Reeves in a wheelchair, and isn't that in bad taste, and Superman is were acting like a capon, and whatever the hell he was saying. What a chicken crap thing that was to say, huh? What a, what a town, what an audience, what a bunch. Just unbelievable. Open line in Dade County. Come on, let's go. You can do it. Say something about anything, okay, about the world, about the goddamn state of the universe. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five six other joint. Now I do four out of five days here on this station. Scream and holler and carry on. Does anybody care? And the answer is no. a resounding no. You won't make us give a crap, no matter what it is, Mister. Okay. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. When did you get back on the air? I just moved back from Los Angeles, and I hear your voice flipping through the AM looking for sports. Likely story. Huh? I don't believe it. When did you get back on the air? Ten months ago, sir. Because I was out there for about a year and a half. They got nobody decent out there. Yeah. I got a million one rock and roll stations. I come back here. We got one less than we had when I left. Yeah. What? When did you say so you're on back on the air? What are they giving you now? Meaning what? What, what does uh, that mean? What are they Denaro, giving Denaro. What? Is it any of my business what they're paying well, of you? Of course it's not anybody's business. Uh, I don't talk about how much I'm making. So this new arena, is it worth going to? No. No? No, I'd stay home. Look, Get out of here. Go back where you came from. Two open lines in Broward. Five in me. Do you believe this guy? Does anybody believe that? No. Of course not. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the mobile one line. Evidently, weren't paying him enough on the west coast because he came back here. Anybody in their right mind go to the west coast would come back here? No. Oh, give me a break. Here's a mobile in Coral Springs. Hello. Yeah. Mobile in Coral Springs. Yes, sir. Yeah, I, I, I'm a season ticket holder for the uh, for all the teams, right? Yes. I got a phone call from the Marlins today. They want me to renew. Yeah. Um, I I gave up the tickets last year. And they told me I wouldn't lose my priority seating or anything. So I asked them if the team had been sold. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. And? And, you know, I'm just fed up with them. You know, I'm waiting for the deal I mean, to go why, through. Why, why would you? Well, what do you mean you're waiting for the sale to go through? And then what's going to happen? I'm willing to give Henry a chance. Alton Grains of Salt says Heisinger will continue to run the Marlins before owners approve the sale. Well, and although, although, the sale. although, sir, can I finish? Although Henry wanted to consider lowering ticket prices, the team's front office has not consulted him on the issue. They'll instead follow directives of Heisinger and Rick Roshan, which means they're not lowering the ticket prices, and Wayne's still going to have his finger in it for who knows how long. Okay, real quick on the arena. Yeah. I've, I, I... And what about the team, sir? As <laughs> nothing at home is the most disappointing thing you can imagine. Okay, thank you. Okay, we have an open line at Broward. Five... <laughs> Five six seven oh five sixty, pound five sixty on the mobile one line. I can't possibly be here. I'm going to pinch myself. I'm going to pinch myself so hard. No, seriously, that I'm going to bleed. I'm going to pop a gun. I'm going to pop a gasket. Papa's got a brand new gasket. It's just going to task it. Uh, let's see your basket. I mean, I'm just going. To, I'm going to pinch it so hard and the skin too. 
I mean, how, how is it possible that there are so many people, 18,000 people together in one building? Are they seeing anything? No. Are they perceiving anything? No. Are they just by osmosis? Is anything rubbing off on them? No. Besides the smoke from out in the hallway? Boy, this, this is a scary, scary f***ing place. I almost said it. Here's Pembroke Pines. Hello. Oh, boy. Yes? Neil. Yes. First time caller, long time oh. listener. Okay. But uh I got a I got a Ricky one this morning, buddy. Yeah. What's with the spot on um Okay. Open line and uh date, five six nothing to say. But I got a Rippy one this morning. Well just save it, okay, pal? Save the energy. See, that's one thing that they'll do. They'll make all the energy in the world if they can take a cheap shot. If I can rip you one, okay? Rip this. Thank you. Oh, God. Here's uh, North Miami Beach. Hello? North Miami Beach. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir? Yeah, last week I was in the Lincoln Road Mall. Yes. Suddenly I hear some uh, Harry Krishna music. Yeah. Know, drums and bells and all that stuff. Yeah. Suddenly a bold, uh, smiling guy with orange just start giving away whammy business card, the whammy TV business card. Yeah. Is that a new marketing plan of... Uh, no, no, that was probably uh, Maddie looking for a job. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. He had a job, but that was funny that the Krishna guy started uh, giving away whammy... Uh, no, no, the, the bald-headed geek, that's Maddie. That's uh, Maddie Lesham. He's looking for a job. That's really? why he's giving out his business... Sure, absolutely. That's why he's giving out his business card. Not a Hare Krishna, he's just a bald-headed geek. Believable. Okay, pal. Good luck to you. Don't uh, don't hire him. Whatever you do, unless you want an Israeli spy. We have an open line. When uh, Netanyahu was up there with uh, Yasser Arafat and uh, all those other goyim, and uh, you know, even uh, he made a caustic comment about Maddie Leshem. I couldn't believe it. Right there in the White House, got a sitting ovation. Five six seven oh five six. Morning, Leo. Okay, go right ahead. Be my guest. Rip me a big fat rectum, and it'll make you feel better. Oh, yeah. See, this, they made a bad mistake Friday. They won't ever do that again. They won't ever be doing that again. Making this man feel like almost like somebody might like him out there. Like somebody listens because we enjoy the show, not because we're a bunch of masochists and we hate him like poison. Which is what we usually like to keep the relationship on that level. I, sh I should have known that uh, something was up. 1225 at 5 a.m. Anybody have a heart or a liver? Oh, my God, Becky. Look at his head. It's, like, so big. It looks like one of those alien guys' heads. It's just so round. My name is Puppet, and I like to dance. I got a big head, and I wear short pants. I got a mohawk and a ring through my nose. I shop in the kids' section for my clothes, because I'm the hip. Hop, midget. Hip, hop, midget. Hip, hop, midget. Hip, hop, midget. When I meet a girl, I give her my digits, but she never calls, because I'm the hip-hop midget. Hip-hop midget. You're sure? 1230 at 560 WQMR Center. One total, by the way. We have a revised total. All the stations reporting in now. 45877 bucks. That's as of 10 o'clock this morning. Not bad. Not great, but not bad for our first month. we got uh, November, December to go. And you go to your borders and pick up the best of Neil volumes one and two, a CD or cassette or both, and they're great. And you can also get your best of Neil T-shirt and the CDs and cassettes when we uh, do our appearance at uh, Ben and Jerry's in the Aventura Mall this Saturday noon to two. Ben and Jerry's being right near the Rainforest Cafe between the AMC Theaters and Bloomingdale's on the south side of the mall. You got it? No. We'll uh, draw you a diaphragm. That's not bad. About forty-six grand, huh? And we still have a week to go. What? 
Sorry, I just got an eyelash in my eye. I'm distracted. So, in other words, you can't talk and pick your eyelash out of your eye at the same time? You're like Greg Reed. I think uh, we should be doing better than that, actually. I would agree, considering 10 grand of that is mine, and a couple of grand is money that uh, my friend Ron from Philadelphia gave 1500 bucks at the hockey game and another $50 check. Of course, once the big donations start pouring in from our friends here at QAM, <laughs> then we're going to go way over the top, right? No, oh, a little delayed reaction in the other room. Here's a lady mobile in Boca. Hello. Lady. Hi. Yes, ma'am. I'm calling from Boca Raton on a mobile phone. Yes, ma'am. I've been listening to you for years. Well, here I am. And it's lunchtime, and I'm formerly from Rochester, New York. All right. Oh. I would love a well done Zweigel hot and French fries. Uh -huh. I can't find it in Boca. Not in Boca. you got to drive well, all the way down to Miami. Burger. you got to drive all the way down to Wayne Arnold's in Miami. Uh, wouldn't that be wonderful? I'd rather go to Seabreeze. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I love what you talk about, in all that area. It's a great place to be from and talk about. Okay, get a new phone. Get a new phone. Thank you. Well, she's from Rochester. They don't have good uh, cell phones in Rochester because they get, uh, you know, the lilacs interfere with the reception. We have an open line in Dade 1 in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Let's talk about Rochester. Want to talk about Don and Bob? No. About Seabreeze? No. About Cobbs Hill? No. About Silver Stadium and the Red Wings? No. About the Rochester Amherst? Oh, no. sorry, that's hockey. No, no. Oh, no. Come on, let's talk about Depew. Let's talk about Dunkirk and Batavia and Leroy and Cheektowaga. Now you're talking. Now you're getting warm. Let's talk about Niagara Falls on the east side and on the west side. Let's talk about St. Catharines, Ontario and Hamilton, eh? Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Neil, I am a first-time caller, and I've been listening to you recently. Yeah. Just started listening to you recently. You got a great show. George is also a great uh, sidekick you have there. Uh -huh. uh, as far as all this politics goes, I just like to say everybody promises, nobody delivers. Vote for nobody. Yeah. And I just want to tell you, you got a great show, and I love your spoofs. Okay. Thank you. Have a great day. I'll see you in Niagara Falls, pal. Right in the, I'll be the one in the barrel. Two open lines a day. Here, they're on that goddamn phone you got stuck to your ear, which uh, today they've been bop, 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 Who are all those goddamn people? That was Sal Falcone. What the hell does he want? He wants to know what he can do to help. I what he can do to help what? Bring us a lot of water is what he can do to help. Check. Yeah, bring us, bring us a check, okay? Very simple. Fifty bucks, a hundred bucks, five hundred bucks, a thousand bucks. Center one, two words, C-E-N-T-E-R. Don't spell the Canadian like C-E-N-T-R-E. -E. We don't like that crap, but we'll take it anyway. Center one, two words, that's all. And see, these CDs are so goddamn... See, this baloney, this business, well, you know, it's a fag. It's got nothing to do with fags. And the, these idiots out there thinking because they help people with AIDS, it's a fag charity. Whether it's going to Camilla's house, center one, into my pocket, wherever the hell it's going, what the hell difference would it make? Because we got the same stuff out that we've had every goddamn year. The only problem is we're trying to do it here in a vacuum. And so it's ten times as hard as it was on WIOD, which even though we hit it like poison, nevertheless, there was some continuity on that radio station because there was more than one of us doing the same goddamn thing. As opposed to here where we get our good friend, uh, whatever, I wrote it down, with uh, Susan, that's right, Susan, you're losing, Susan, calls in this morning. Oh, I wouldn't listen to Hank, and I sure wouldn't listen to a what's-his-name. I'm so evil, I'm so vulgar, I'm so disgusting, they don't even want to mention my name. The callers on the sports shows. It's like the unspoken one, the unspeakable one. What's his name? I wouldn't listen to him. But, of course, she heard the rumors about the morning show because she was so stupid she believed the crap about Ranieri. She bought that. And where did she hear it? 
Did she hear it on Hank's show? No. Did she hear it on Eddie Kaplan's show? No. Did she hear it on the Dolphin game? No. She heard it on this goddamn show, right, Susan? You lying, phony bitch who's listening right now but doesn't know my name, wouldn't know Neil Rogers if I stepped on her like a goddamn cockroach, and I might. Because it's the, the fashionable thing to do on this radio station. Because this is the jockstrap station. This is the faggot station, like Al Goldstein says, where all the guys hang around and take showers together. That's right. The faggot station. Here's Fort Myers. Hello. Uh, Senor Neil, uh, mi Dios, como estas? Okay. <laughs> Speak of the English, you're on the wrong coast for that. Uh, okay. I, I thought I was one of those despicable Colombians for despicable. a second. Despicable. Uh, yesterday, uh, the book you were reading, uh, I'd like to get a copy of that. I, I can't stand sports, and it sounded pretty good. Could, could you just repeat the title? is called Pros and Cons, The Criminals Who Play in the NFL. You might find interesting that goes along with that. Yeah. Uh, two high school uh, football stars here got in a fight, and uh, one of them shot the other. Uh, the white guy was shot by a black guy, and uh, they had a trial. And uh, actually, there was two black guys that crashed this white party, and the white people threatened the black people. Yeah. Anyway, the white well, star was shot there, right. in, in the thigh. Uh, the black star was acquitted, even though he had a gun with him, and admitted to discharging a gun in the city limits. And uh, so he's acquitted. Now he's back on the football team, and everybody's happy because he's going to be playing this weekend. All right. There you go. They'll take all three of them and throw them in the Caloosahatchee River. That's and the I can't believe that. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I just can't believe after my uh, after my comments about the uh, the despicable Colombian people that not one of them called in to uh, defend their miserable uh, race down there. It's truly incredible. I'm gonna be. That's good. That's a good topic for us. So we're gonna have, invite all the Colombians to call in today. Excellent. And I understand that George worked something up on that, and it would really be below me to to you request to hear that. So I'm not gonna do it. But thank you, Medios. Okay, and back to you. Okay. Okay. There's the guy who hates Colombians, as opposed to me who loves Colombians. We have two open lines in Dade, 560 and Palm 560 on the mobile one line. 22 till 1 in Bruise at 2s. Let me take it. You're okay, it's not that far. We got, uh, Booger. We got the Booger. The Booster at 6 o'clock. Book Xiaomi then at Eddie K at 10 because we got no ball games tonight. Oh. That's right. No more baseball, no more uh, nothing tonight. And, of course, tomorrow night we got the Panthers and the Red Wings. And we're going to have all those people there tomorrow night uh, filling that place who pretend they know something. But at least they show up. That's one thing I'll say. They may not know anything, but at least they show up. Anybody buy the book Lost Rights that I read from yesterday by James Bovard? See, why do I waste my time? Why do I waste my time? One of the great books that you must read. You should have it in your hand right now, goddammit, in the book, too. Every single one of you. Have we had one report on that book today? No. Lost Rights, The Destruction of American Liberty. Paperback, for crying out loud. James Bovard, B-O-V, aren't you reading? Oh, that's what they're doing today. That's why they're not calling. They're all reading the book. Thank you. Whew. Now I feel better. They're reading the goddamn book. Just dummy up.